I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. You are listening to the COB podcast here from Ausbiz. I'm David Scott, joined today by Annette Beecher on this Tuesday, a day that Richie Benno will be smiling down from heaven and uh, probably smiling. Choo, 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 choo. It is two for 22. We used to love those good old days of Richie Benno, but I think we've alienated about half our listeners there, Scotty. Let's get straight to it then, because uh, <laughs> we probably don't want to talk too much about the uh, market performance today at a headline index level. Uh, pretty ugly, but not really surprising given the news flow that we woke up to this morning. I had uh, Vladimir Putin uh, on my screen with lots of red flashing headlines uh, mm-hmm. and nothing sounded good. He was giving a history lesson and I thought uh, ominously that is not a great sign for the day ahead and uh, so it turned out to be. Yeah, it sure did. I mean, in terms of sort of grabbing a few key bits of East Ukraine and saying nothing to see here, just sending a few peacekeepers. But anyway, headline after headline all coming through and of course US holiday, but that didn't stop you know Joe Biden being pulled in as well there's diplomatic talks going on there's all sorts of warmongering so what do you do then Scuddy risk off the table all day yeah, SIBO uh, Australia 200 index closed down about 1.3%. We saw a bit of an, a rally into the close on the XJO in the final price crossing. Not really surprising. A lot of people mm-hmm. who are you know, very actively trading these markets, given the other uh, whippy price nature, uh, maybe not willing to go and hold uh, you know, a risk position overnight, given how things and how fluid the situation seems to be for the time being. But at, uh, look, it did go and take the gloss off what was another hectic day for reporting season. It's huge I can't even go go through the number of company CEOs on the program, let alone the number of companies reported today because there were literally so many. Go and put the entire podcast out and over and done with. But the key thing is Mm -hmm. that even with all this volatility, all this noise, if you go and beat expectations, Mm -hmm. you get rewarded. But if you miss... You get smashed. You get absolutely smashed. I think a good example, I spoke to the chief executive at Unity and turned a a loss into a profit and has pipeline of work, but just that slight miss on profits and that's down 9%. In contrast, Cochlear had a great time. We had Hub24 record funds under administration. Spoke to the uh, Hub24 chief executive today as well. It was chief executive day today. We were pretty pretty much back to back and uh, he's certainly pleased with the outlook there over at Hub24 and the market cheered it as well. I think up about 4% in the end and Costa Group. Costa Group up closing up around 8-9%. So if you stand out on a risk-off day like that, it does show that the market can discriminate and uh, and is rewarding good companies with good management. Yeah, uh, Jet Education up by 4.5%, Hub 24, 4.4%, uh, Cochlear 8.7%, uh, Monodelphus, the top performer, uh, with a gain of 10.4%. That's pretty nice as well. You mentioned Costa Group. It, uh, it chimed in with an 8% plus. So pretty big gains coming through for those stocks that were awarded at the other end of the spectrum, though. Uh, Nanasonics. Nanasonics. Ooh, that's, 
13.7%. And I, I feel for, uh, for Tyro shareholders, I've got to say, at the moment, because after yesterday's splat, I think it was 25%, mm-hmm. uh, another 11.25% lopped off the share price today. The tech sector in particular. Yeah, and the whole sector. And, and, we've, yeah. and we've got to be quite specific here the tech sector that is yet to be profitable those really high growth mm-hmm. uh, low, no or no profit to names still really much in the wars at the moment just looking across uh, the list I here think wise tech zero were the worst uh zip down eight nine percent last i saw there's rumblings there about maybe some capital may need to be raised in that space yeah uh, no, lots of question marks again about no the outlook no the pathway well, the, the to whole profitability business model and the like at the moment <laughs> yes yeah, sezzle as well talk of course you now that maybe a tie between those two names uh it finished down eight and a half percent as well so just gives you a bit of insight in terms of you know, the, the big boppers out there the banks now the banks are being a big factor behind mm. why our local market has outperformed so many others globally over the past you know, month or so that we've seen for this uh, 2022 year uh they did not chime in today though uh big losses across the big four uh cba down two percent so in the nab and uh anz and westpac down about one and a half percent csl had a decent day uh, 0.7% also had they, did. Woolworths. They, had, they actually had a good turnaround about lunchtime. Yeah, Woolworths, um, and, yeah. yeah, Woolworths and Coles also had a pretty decent day, as did Endeavour, Endeavour. again. Uh, so those staples, may, maybe people feeling pretty... Uh, pretty. Well, Endeavour's a staple in our household, I yeah, have to say. Pr- pretty, pretty glum <laughs> about the market performance. So I uh, know going to other uh, other products, uh, do it responsibly, make sure. Uh, look, let's get back to uh, what's going on at the moment. Uh, we had a number of different uh, no, C-suite on the program. Uh, talking about Cochlear. Uh, we went and going and asked uh, our um, panel today on the uh, the call to see what their view was on that particular stock. In fact, we had a bonus today. Uh, really interesting. They, they talked so, about Coles as well. Yeah, so Coles yeah. and Cochlear. So keeping in the C's, let's go and listen to what our experts had to go to say when they spoke to Koshi. Last year, we had really elevated sales and profit. For revenue growth of 1%, I thought it was a really, really good result at a top line level. It wasn't exactly a free half. So I wouldn't be at all surprised this time next year to be talking about another profit decline on the back of a sales mm. decline this time, because we do go back to cafes and restaurants simply buy a little bit less from Coles. If you want a cornerstone position in your portfolio, you can do a lot worse than Coles, but no, I wouldn't be buying it, mate. So okay. maybe sales will taper off, but so will costs. So I think right. profitability will still remain pretty robust for okay. those sectors. I prefer Woolies, right. Um, but right now actually I think Wes Farmers near $48 is probably more attractive than the other two. If you think about the growth of the developing world, the the growth of wealth, the growth of the number of people, the growth of medical interventions in the developing world. And think about cochlear's long-term tailwinds. You've got probably two-thirds of the world who can't afford cochlear implants right now. So if you kind of think about the next 20, 30, 40 years, and I'm, I'm literally looking out this far, I think cochlear is a really good, super long-term, probably one of the best long-term options in Australia. It's a great result, obviously, um, head of expectations by some margin. So market's going to receive that pretty well, hence we've got a bit of a jump here. So I think that's quite good for the share price in the short term. I don't think it goes too much higher because I still think the P is reasonably demanding. So there we have it. Scott Phillips from The Motley Fool and uh, Gary Glover from Novus Capital both think that uh, Coles and Cochlear are very good companies mm-hmm. and uh, the share, share market uh, performance so in recent well. years suggests that's uh, the case as well, but uh, not willing to go and buy at current levels. So uh, for the time being, leaving that 
on the sidelines. Uh, look, uh, one thing as well with all these geopolitical tensions at the moment is that uh, we're finally getting some focus back on whether maybe central bank pricing has become a little bit too aggressive, uh, not only here for the RBA, but no, everyone trampling over each other, trying to go and call about the million rate hikes from the oh, Federal Reserve. Just, and, and consecutive as well, like without a breath, which is... Given how indebted we are, how can you even think about six, seven, eight, nine? I think JP Morgan for Fed funds. Yeah, they were getting ahead of themselves. So, of course, with this risk off, uh, some investors do head back into bonds, whether it's the short end looking for less hikes or the long end for a safe haven. It's certainly a dynamic we've seen the last couple of days. And I don't think it's over either because, you know, we are two or three headlines away from uh, even more risk off behavior. But uh, we'll certainly find that out tomorrow when we all wake up and uh, Squinted our screens. Indeed. So that's uh, that's about my view today. I think, you know, if you're talking about where the cash rate and where our policy rates are like to go to is expressed in the 10-year bond rate. Uh, at the moment, uh, bond yields have obviously had a big rally mm. this year when it comes to, like, you know, off the lows. I think we're uh, at or very close to the top there. So that's probably something to go and keep in mind if, uh, if you're so inclined to uh, maybe go and delve back into some of those high-quality, uh, long-duration parts of the market. Certainly, people were diving back into treasuries today. Uh, not surprising. We get our wage price index out tomorrow too. So that will give us something to go and talk about on the macro front and maybe go and change. In amongst and another 25 25- Chief executives we're speaking to tomorrow. Well, speaking of which, let's go through and see who we've got on the program and uh, see if I can go and keep up. So I'm just uh, this is not the uh, the full list here, but I can say that Don Mays from Domino's will be on. I can also see you're going to have a chat with Glenn King from Pexa. Pexa, yes. That'll be a pretty interesting one at the moment. Uh, certainly lots of, I uh, know, Lots people, of interest there. Yeah, John McMurdo from Australian Ethical will be on the program as well. Uh, who else we got here looking in the afternoon session? Oh, uh, yeah, Gillian Fowles from Karoon Gas. Uh, Jerry Spindler from Coronado Coal. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. We are going to go and have a very busy day. But it's going to be really intriguing to go and see the performance at the individual stock level because it is creating volatility on top of volatility. So sure looking is. forward to the next 24 hours or so. We're probably, I think now, given today, about two-thirds through reporting yeah. soon. We've, We've got, got two, an absolute two, two big days. days. And uh, yeah. we finished the day off by actually having a chat with uh, Martin Crabb from Sean Partners. And uh, as he alerted us to rightfully uh, that uh, – a lot of bad results typically come out at the uh, the very right tail the end, end of reporting season when everyone seems to be exhausted and uh, no, is losing interest. <laughs> but we won't lose interest. We'll be paying very close attention. It's right through to the 28th. We will be here. Don't worry about that. Well, plenty on our plates. We hope you have a fantastic evening wherever you are around the country or the world for that matter. And uh, yeah, hopefully things, uh, cool heads prevail when it comes to uh, Ukraine and everything else involved. But uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning. 8.30.